0: Listening to a four x four radio network podcast. Nexen Tire USA, we got you. Find out more about the only tire that you're going to find on Jeep Talk Show rigs—the Nexen Tire Rodian MTX. Go to NexentireUSA.com. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show. With Wendy, there will be body damage. Junk. I like making people laugh. That's, that's it's good for my soul.
1: Junk. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think mean, that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Uh, Josh, did you see that picture I sent uh, from uh, Greg Henderson's garage? Did you see that? In yes, the? I see the project. Oh, you're on
0: I, I, I saw a little bit of that during the interview as well. Uh, I, I couldn't chime in at the time, but, uh, but yeah, I was getting sneak peeks of what was going Isn't on. Amazing! Right oh, dude, if I could have even a quarter of that shop,
1: are you kidding me? <laughs> so, Greg Henderson is uh, unofficial use only. He's a, a a big living the dream is what well, he is. He, he actually worked uh, over at Aev uh, for a number of years, and then uh, went off on his own, and now he builds. Uh, SEMA rigs and uh, he's currently he built one uh, for uh, Quadratech last year, the YJL so he took a JL and uh, turned it into what looked a lot like a a YJ and it was just a beautiful build but that's what Greg does and uh, this year he is uh, taking a a 4XE I'm sorry 4 by E. am so glad that Jim and Tom didn't correct me on the show, because I'd have to say, never correct me on the show. Never correct me on the air, damn it. So I'm trying Thank to correct you. myself. He's got a brand new 4xE E from, uh, that Quadratex sent to him, and he is turning that into a, a different kind of Jeep. And you never know who you're going to find in the Zoom room, and even though we yeah. don't have an official... Uh, a, a segment for the Zoom room on Thursday nights. They still join in, and uh, Greg is in his garage working on this uh, this uh, four by E, and it's going to be really cool. He's uh, he just held up a little uh, a can of drink before he took took the drink. He's uh, he's listening to us, so uh, you never know what you're going to find. And of course, we have a YouTube video from uh, our Tuesday night uh, roundtable episode. Where we were just thumbing through, this is after the show, uh, we were just thumbing through some of Greg's uh, Instagram posts, and he was just going, Oh, is that my Instagram? Yeah. Oh, that's when I did this. And he was giving us all the background on all the builds. (laughs) breakdown of each yeah. one wow man and it's it's so f- wow. so much fun i mean you look at those pictures and you think oh my god that's great but then you hear yeah. the story behind it nah, which is really better, cool man. Yeah.
0: Geez, I'm sorry i missed out on that that sucks
1: well it's it's on a youtube video so you can actually go and watch that youtube video over on jeep talk shows uh, youtube channel we don't promote it a lot i mean you know it's uh, we just uh, you can see all the shows or it's listen to all there, the shows there it's or, yeah. always been yeah.
0: there it's just sort of one of
1: those things but yeah. this might be one of the things that you want to go and catch because and if you I'm weren't, have because yeah. there's stuff to see in that one, yeah, yeah, if you weren't in the zoom room that night and just catching the after the show fun, you can go and look at that and hear Greg talk about all of his builds that he's done and oh my God, it's just like I said the other day on the the interview uh with uh, with Jim and Tom uh Greg, we simultaneously so love you and hate you at the same time. <laughs> He's got a bunch of great stuff, Great bunch of great stories. Uh, oh, and listen for the one, uh, Josh, listen for the one where he was in a rat rod truck, 21 feet long, that was built from junk, out of junkyards, and he was doing 150 miles an hour, Past yeah. a cop, <laughs> slowed down, <laughs> cop, uh, cop cop caught, caught up to him, and you have to watch the, the video to find out what happened. Hey, the JTS team is here to inform and entertain you about Jeeps. If you're new to the Jeep world or thinking about jumping in and getting your feet dirty, you're in the right place. Whether you're interested in having a unique off-road vehicle ready to hit the trails or that daily driver that's also a weekend warrior, this show is for you. Find out more information about the Jeep Talk Show at jeeptalkshow.com. Holy crap, it's Monday already. Yes. Oh, geez,
0: where'd the weekend go? I'm Josh, and on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I've got reports of a monster that was sighted at the North American International Auto Show, and I've got all the details. I've also got a story that highlights the difference between pressure and percentage. You do not want to miss this one. And later in the show, I'll be covering some major differences of the popular feature
1: for your Jeep's front bumper. Hi, I'm Tony, and yes, the rumor is correct. Chuck was out test driving a Gladiator. Did you know about this, uh, Josh?
0: i I did i i was actually um because i was going to comment i was actually i wanted to talk to him about this uh on the show but he's he's not he's not here to on uh, on this episode so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to forego that but it's kind of a weird weird sort of uh a turn of events it It was you know on on the discord (laughs) server i was actually posting up pictures and talking about a willies and he's up there posting pictures and talking about a grand wagoneer and it's just like the worlds were switched, the universes were fast <laughs> backwards. It was absolute mayhem. I think we threw everybody for a curveball, thinking the accounts got switched or something like that. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, it was like opposite day on on our Discord server there for a moment.
1: Well, I have to say, and I don't think I'm telling telling off on Chuck here. He now feels really guilty that he tre- cheated on his 81 uh, scrambler, and he's uh, away from the show, spending quality time with his Dunite. And I suspect asking for its forgiveness. I think he's still going to get the gladiator, but uh, he's trying to make soothe things over on his massaging the the rust, you know, petting the paint a little bit. I'm sorry. It was it was just sex. It was was a one time thing. (laughs) It was just sex. It didn't mean anything. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Chuck is having some very interesting things to say at his phone right now. (laughs) You son of a bitch. You know, if you're on the show, Chuck, you can actually defend yourself. (laughs) Funny how that works. Yeah. (laughs) Local Jeep news, national
0: Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. Well, that's a big inflatable. The world's largest rubber duck, a 61-footer. That is a big duck. That's a lot of duck. It is at Jeep's display outside Huntington Place at the North American International Auto Show as we speak right now. This giant inflatable duck ties into the Jeep brand, of course, but also served in creating the festival type of atmosphere, creating excitement for the kids and highlighting the fact that the show organizers went out of their way to reimagine the show this year. What's the verdict? What have people thought of this monstrosity of a rubber duck? Well, everybody loves the duck so why the duck or ducks at all for that matter well it's all about the trend that started in 2020 called ducking yes it's one more thing out of 2020 that some of us wish never happened for those who don't know ducking is what happens when jeep owners hand out rubber ducks to compliment one another's jeeps you find a rubber ducky on your jeep one day well that means that another jeeper found your jeep to be cool enough to duck it now you've been ducked so duck you you ducking duck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Some are calling ducking a movement, which seems like a rather serious Ooh. term, a Little little fun involving toy ducks. And I, I know it's, yeah, I have a movement every day, I, I think. But now then again, the hashtag uh, DuckDuckJeep has been used nearly 200,000 times on Instagram. And there's a Facebook group with over 67,000 members in it. So it's almost as big of a deal as we are, Tony. Some sources say that ducking has winged its way to 63 different countries as well. Regardless, to have Jeep go out of its way to secure what is the in the world the world's largest rubber duck just for an auto show, I think that's pretty damn cool.
1: You know, uh, Chris went to the uh, the the media event, uh, the, the Detroit. Uh, oh God, I'm getting the name mixed up. To- the Toyota, uh, not Toyota, the the Detroit Auto Fest. 2022 Detroit Auto Fest. Yeah. And he was there uh, uh, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. And uh, he took a picture of this duck. And I grabbed that picture and then went over to uh, LinkedIn, uh, where I can communicate with Allison, the, the, the lady that started the Duck Duck thing, yeah. and sent her a picture of this. And she just thought oh, it was man, great. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so awesome. We, were, we were chatting back and forth about that a little bit. And uh, I didn't mention it to her, but uh, I'll mention it to, uh, to you. Um, wouldn't it be cool The things uh, worked out where we had a 61-foot rat bastard uh, at the next big event? That's gonna scare some people. The <laughs> kids are not gonna like that. I mean, have you seen our rat bastard, our rats? I mean, goodness gracious! So, Josh, I'm thinking of a, a bit of a twist. You know how the the country is so uh, in love with the, the electric vehicles. Pig,
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Perhaps
1: that <laughs> <laughs> we they're in love with the electric vehicles. What yeah. we could what we could do is put the rat bastard in an electric chair and wire him up. <laughs> And now we've got an electric rat bastard. You no, know, we need to get we need to get somebody's small
0: child to to leave us a recording saying every time you start a four X E, you know, a, a rat is electrocuted. <laughs> something along those lines or something. You know, kinda like every time yes. a bell rings, an angel. Teacher gets teacher said Yeah, teacher yeah, said, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> so yeah, any of you out there who have a four year old who's got a uh, pretty good enunciation, please we got a 24-7 voicemail line. Make it happen.
1: Uh, Absolutely.
0: So i got to give this guy uh, an A for effort, right? Uh, His effort to reach 100% is absolutely commendable, though. So uh, apparently a guy who owns a construction or demolition company, something along those lines, he instructed one of his employees to go fill the tires on one of the company's rigs. Uh, Now, out in Iowa where this took place, the ambient temps are dropping quite quickly. And as the story goes, hot expands, cold contracts, right? So the company's 2016 Jeep Cherokee was indicating through its TPMS, the tire pressure monitoring system, that the pressure in the tires was below spec, something that happens anywhere where the temps drop like that. It's the t- tires are going to go down a pound or two and and well, you know, it's going to say, "Hey, your you know your tires are getting a little bit low, you might need to do something about that." The worker who received these instructions apparently wasn't from around here, if you know what I'm saying. Either that or else simply had zero understanding of how inflating a tire actually works. Clearly, not understanding the difference between pressure and percentage could also lead to what happened next. The guy calls the boss, wanting to assure him that he is doing his very best to fill the tires, but there seems to be a problem. It could possibly be going wrong, says the boss. Well, the worker proceeds to tell him that despite his best efforts, and he's trying as hard as he can, he can't get the tires on this poor Jeep to reach 100% full. The boss is just utterly confused. What the hell are you talking about? He can't understand what the guy is trying over and over to tell him. So he asked the employee finally just to take a picture of what it is that he's referring to. The worker, using his phone, takes a picture of the TPMS display to show his boss. And indeed, in the picture, it shows all four tires within just a few PSI of 100. The lowest tire was reading 93 PSI. Now, if this doesn't throw a red flag off in your brain, well, let me explain this to you. Spec tire pressure for a 2016 Jeep Cherokee is less than 35 PSI. This guy managed to pump up those tires to nearly three times the safe limit. So You hear Jeepers all the time talking about airing down, right? And what that does to a tire? Well, now imagine the complete polar opposite happening. The tires would likely be so incredibly close to exploding that merely looking at them sharply would blow that damn Jeep clear into the air. Now, overinflated tires can blow out quite quickly, uh, quite easily, actually, on the road, especially at these kinds of pressures. The boss instructed the employee to get the F out of there, but was told that the Jeep had already been driven for roughly a mile before the call was made. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no seriously though. getting great, imagine, uh,
1: great getting great gas mileage though yeah, right imagine what that jeep's handling must have been like hey
0: why wow, it just it turns so easily yes. it's rolling so easy too it's like, like driving on a knife That's sure is bumpy though <laughs> <laughs> there's an awful lot of lights on in the dash too gee that's weird <laughs> Now, the owner of the company, the one who received the call from the lucky-to-be-alive worker, arrived on the scene to find a Jeep with straight-up ballooning tires on it. So, clearly overly inflated that he was actually afraid to approach them uh, himself, uh, let alone try and deflate them. He was, however, able to successfully deflate the tires using the valve stems, mind you, on all four tires back down to the nominal normal 33 PSI. Now, after that, the Jeep was in normal working order. The employee, however, was not. He lost his job for the epic screw-up, making me thankful as all hell that I've managed to keep the jobs I've had over the years, despite pulling off some epic failures of this caliber myself.
1: Good God. You know, uh, I don't know that I would trust those tires after that. No. No. No, 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 no. That that rubber has
0: been stretched. Uh, the sidewalls have to be compromised. The bands on that stretched out. I mean, c- come on. Yeah, I, I wouldn't trust those tires either. Th- they would have to come off. I, I mean, they might get you to the tire sh- store, but that yeah, better be a short drive, man. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I wonder how how old the the person was that did this. I don't know that I it would had be it able would to. Been yeah, right? I don't know that I would. Uh, I could could fire them for making a uh, a mistake like this. The only thing I could really fault the person for was not asking a question. Definitely, you know, like I mean, what, what, is, what does psi yeah. mean? What what what? How, or just the basic? Uh, I mean, they he didn't. The boss didn't say fill it up to thirty five uh, psi. No, he just said fill the tires. Right, and I so, mean, so you got some, some of that ownership of yourself, because... Dude, I mean, but come on! <laughs> but you have to go and look at the door jamb to find the, the, the proper tire pressure, or read the tire, and if you're not familiar with that... I guess, yeah, if, if, you, if you wouldn't know your, your ass from a hole in the ground, from an oil change to... But where did you learn this stuff? Did you learn this from, uh, like, a, 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 an uncle, or a father, or... I mean, there was no internet... So how did you, know, you find this stuff out? Somebody had to teach you. I, I suppose to a certain extent.
0: I mean, there, there were some things that were taught. There was a lot of things that, that came um, by learning lessons the hard way, kind of, you know, like this guy did, of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you just said, you got you did a lot, but, of, but, a you lot know, of stupid things we all did. <laughs> uh, but, you know, there's, there's, there's a, a certain degree of common sense. And, and I knew, you know, back then the difference between percentage and, and, and pressure. I I mean even even back then, I mean i I yeah. So
1: well, no, I wouldn't well, have made smartphone laptops charging the battery. So that's all percentage. Yeah,
0: I, I know. I mean you, you go and you fill your gas tank. You know that that's a that's car true. thing. That's that. a car thing. So if somebody tells you to fill the tires, you fill the tires like you fill anyway, your tank. Anyway,
1: I mean I, I don't I mean I'm I just saying I don't know that I would have had the the not nerve or audacity, I don't think I could fire the person for that because it's a great lesson that Maybe they learned this
0: wasn't his only mistake
1: uh you could you can probably figure that this that's probably the, the case <laughs> I don't yeah you know,
0: I don't know and don't why know. didn't he
1: fill I mean and you could do the hundred percent fill of the the reservoir for the windshield wiper fluid it's clearly needing to be filled so <laughs> it's in the image that you that you have there yeah, for the story right, yeah. and by the way all these images anytime we talk about an image or something that's in uh in our uh, our show notes that we work from those are the same show notes that you can see on the jeeptalkshow.com website for this episode 679
0: yeah for all of our episodes anytime you hear me talking about something and we we're, there's, there's pictures for almost everything that we are talking about here on the show in the show notes if you want to follow along with what you're hearing you go to Jeep Talk Show. Look up for the episode that you're listening to right now. There's going to be all kinds of stuff for you to look at. And honestly, the newer the episodes are, the more stuff you're going to see in there.
1: I like that picture you have in there of the. Uh, I guess that's a, an MV with a, actual balloon tires on it. With actual balloon tires. Yeah, that's that's like a picture from 1942 or something. I think that's yeah, not 35 psi. No, no. <laughs>
0: well hey Jeeper if you have a news tip and honestly if you there's a if there's a headline that you've seen that, that just has to get on the show please let us know if you've uh, heard a story and you've got a response to it we definitely want to hear your two cents any one of our stories anything you hear on the show you've got a response by all means let us know what you have to say head over to jeeptalkshow.com contact there you will find out all the different kinds of ways you can interact and engage with the show.
1: Listening to a 4x4 radio network podcast. Hey, coming up Tech Talk, it's all about the angle. Josh covers the difference between two features commonly found on the front of Jeep bumpers bull bars and stingers. I hate stingers. Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? Jeep Talk Show is in my weekly rotation. Look forward to it every week, each and every Friday. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. I support a great podcast. Been a lifelong Jeeper myself. Continue to learn with each and every episode that I listen to. Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. Absolutely. If you like Jeeps, anything to do with Jeeps, I like it for the the technical, clear content, uh, advice, and learning. You know, you may recognize that voice if you've been a guest uh, on the uh, the Jeep Talk Show because that's Chris uh, from 7slats.com. And uh, he is our guest acquisition person, and uh, he will literally call you on the phone and talk to you to try to talk you into being on the show. And God bless, Chris. It's such a hard thing for me to do stuff like that. I mean, I'll send emails and text so messages. you it's to talk to Chris, too. He's just yeah.
0: one of those guys that, I mean, when, when uh, the, first, uh, the first Jeep Talk Show event at Hidden Falls, Texas, back in 2021— uh, uh, th- when I got a chance to hang out with him at the airport, uh, flying out of Texas on the way back to Oregon, uh, he and I got a chance to just hang out for like, I don't know, two, three, four hours, something like that before we had to catch our flights. And, and I, I think both of us were hoarse by the time we got onto the flight. Cause we just, it was nonstop conversation and it was just so easy to talk to him. Nick, uh, not Nick, uh, uh Chris is one of those guys that, that just, I mean, you get on the phone with him and all of a sudden you look down and an hour has gone by. And it's like, holy crap, where'd that time go?
1: Yeah, it's always a fun conversation, too. Uh, and uh, so, uh, and the show is just so important to him. Its success is so important to him. And uh, he, he is actually, and I mentioned this before, he's actually the reason why we had Tom Zielinski on the show. And Tom Zielinski is the reason why we had Jim Morrison on the show. So Chris has done stuff just by going to the Toledo Jeep Fest and agreeing to dress up like a a Jeep talk show clown with a red T-shirt and the red hat and the big logos that uh, this just made such a big difference for the show. And we hoping it's going to make a big difference in the future. But anyway, uh, you can make a big difference to the show uh, by going over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and uh, looking at our store where you can buy a nice set of 20 rat bastard toe tags and you can become an infectious agent. If you've already been an inf- infectious agent, well, it's time to buy more toe tags so you can Re-up. tag those Jeeps out there, infect them, and uh, please be sure and take pictures. And if you interact with anybody's Jeep that you've done that uh, uh, infecting to, uh, give us a little feedback on it because it seems like everybody is just thinks it's so funny and it's uh, it's it's a cool idea. It's like the you know like a bad attitude I would like to say. Uh, it's the where the duck thing is cute and sweet. Uh, this is nasty and hateful. <laughs> well.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't say hateful, but... Uh, oh, hateful. Uh, it would be a bad attitude, for sure. <laughs> From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And last week, Wendy and Josh, you weren't here. Uh, let me just bring you up to speed on what happened. Tony talked about how great the new Jeep Gladiator is. Chuck talked about how great the old Jeeps are. And I told the funniest joke you have ever heard in your life. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, though. I'm pretty sure it might have been. I hate Russian dolls. They're always full of themselves.
1: Oh, boy. Oh,
0: well, that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you that I love elevator jokes. They work on so many levels. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later. And you Have a good one. Bye.
1: You I know, thought he was going to say something
0: like "they never let me down," or
1: something. <laughs> <I don't think. laughs> ups and downs type thing. So, okay. you know, it's it's interesting if you go back and listen to some of the early episodes of the Jeep Talk Show, XJ Talk Show back then. Uh, it's interesting to hear how the show was then and how it is now. Uh, and if you go back, you also notice that how uh, Nikki G's uh, entries were then and how they are now. He has production value. He puts in his own uh, his own uh, sound effects and stuff uh, many times in those things. So he has grown. The jokes are still the same, but the production value has increased.
0: <laughs> My how things
1: evolve. But I'm not complaining. And that's not why I'm calling. You got tech questions?
0: What uh, do I have? A, we have answers. Oh, that's good. I just, I, it's Tech Talk with Jeep ready? Talk. Yahoo! I was reading some remarks on our Discord server the other day, left by listeners of the show, just, just like you, and they were critiquing a bumper that somebody else had pointed out, I think. I'm not sure exactly what sparked the conversation, but there was a comment that came up that was, I don't like stingers. And it reminded me that not all bumpers work with every Jeep or with every Jeeper. And Stingers are a feature seen on many of the more extreme rock crawling rigs. It's a bent triangular hoop of steel protruding up and forward of the bumper. These usually have a radius at the top with the hoop being bent into a triangular arc of sorts. The the primary purpose of a Stinger is to help the Jeep climb up the face of an obstacle. The theory being that the Stinger with its upward facing angle will connect with the face of an obstacle first and with forward momentum help lift the front end of the Jeep up and onto the obstacle. The secondary purpose is to prevent your Jeep from flopping onto its top in the event you come down too steep of an obstacle. Now, of course, the Stinger would have to be designed to have the right angle, the right protrusion, match up with the approach angle of the Jeep, and be strong enough to withstand the kind of abuse that would happen in these kinds of situations. Checking off all these boxes makes for an oftentimes ugly feature to an otherwise cool bumper, but if done right, can aid in getting your Jeep over some seriously gnarly obstacles or prevent you from flopping onto your top. But, I can see how Stingers may not be for every Jeep or for every Jeeper, and not all Stingers are created equal or even at the right geometry for every Jeep. So I'm not going to go into the trigonometry that would be required to figure these angles out, and honestly, that's not why I'm calling. (laughs) I figured I'd throw an option out there for all the stinger haters out there. Hell, I've been in that camp before. I've seen some outright hideous bumpers out there. The word of the day is bull bar. Can you say bull bar, boys and girls? Good. I knew you could. Now, the bull bars I'm talking about are not like the ones some of you may be thinking about where the bars come out from underneath the bumper, protrude up the face of the bumper to a plain squared off vertical flat hoop. These are meant to give a tiny degree more protection to a stock bumper and in some cases may even give you the option of being able to mount a pair of lights to it. But these are pretty much on par with Nerf bars and are built about as tough. (laughs) So, you know, they're really not good for much of anything at all. Now, the version that I'm talking about mounts to the upper face of the bumper and provides some added protection to the grille and the header panel. Rarely would these bars protrude above the hood line or in front of the face of the bumper. Modular style a la carte type of bull bars are kind of the thing that I'm talking about here. And they can be acquired from a variety of different manufacturers like Rough Country, Metal Cloak, Smittybilt, and more. These typically are designed to work with a modular bumper system, but can be used for a variety variety of different applications if you use a bit of ingenuity. Now here's some pro tips for you if you're thinking about going down this route yourself. Now first, you need to make sure that you can get the specs of the bar from the manufacturer. Without knowing some critical measurements, you may end up buying something that you plain and simply can't use. You will definitely need to know the span of the bull bar and whether or not it will work with your bumper. What I mean by that is you need to make sure that the mounting feet for the bar will clear not only the recess for the winch, but also the body of the Jeep as well. You want to make sure that it stays below the hood line and that it has the features that you want. All you should have to do is pretty much line it up and mount it. Uh, Yes, I I know. As I say that, I I know it sounds a lot easier than it probably really is for you. Because chances are, your bumper isn't of the new modular design where bits and pieces can be added or taken off to change function and form. So, this is going to be custom. One-off, if you will. A retrofit of sorts. And you have two options for making it work. First is going to be to drill and tap. Measuring for a perfect placement, and then marking and drilling holes in the top of your bumper that correspond to the mounting holes of the bull bar. These would then get threads cut into them using a tap, and you would bolt the bar into place. Done and done. The other option would be to weld it in place. Now, if you don't have a welder, well, you can still line things up, make marks. Take care of the prep, like grinding the surfaces clean of any paint and debris so that you can take it somewhere to have it welded, and all they got to do is pretty much just tack it in place and burn it in. Now This may be as simple as a trip to your local muffler shop, where most techs would absolutely take care of that for you for a cash deal on the side. Or you may need to go to a fabrication or a four-wheel drive shop, where they, you know, do this sort of stuff on a daily basis. Stay away from the body shops, however. They will charge you a premium, and it's just going to cost you more than it's really worth. But see if your area has any mobile welders. You may be able to find a chuck with a truck. No offense, Chuck, who can come (laughs) out for for cheap because, well, he's in your same town. All kinds of options are out there for for the bar and how to mount it. Prices start around $60 for these things, and they go up from there. So if your bumper is looking a little plain, this may be a great way to change the looks of your Jeep for cheaper than what you'd expect. And I would say it's absolutely possible to do this mod for under $100 if you play your cards right. That's a cheap price tag to completely change the looks of the front end of your Jeep, gain protection for the grill, and open yourself to the ability to mount an extra set of auxiliary lights, too. That's a pretty cool added bonus. So if you decide to go down this road, please let me know how it works out for you. I always like seeing your before and after picks.
1: So this reminds me, and, and only s- somewhat, you'll see. Uh, you'll probably see the connection here, but it's uh, it's a bit far-fetched, really, uh, okay. which is unusual for me. Um, but, uh, I had a, a buddy, uh, we, we, were all doing trucks and stuff when we were in our twenties and, uh, it, it was just a fun thing to do. Uh, this is
0: back in the day when you had your, what was it, an 83 or 84 lifted Chevy?
1: So it would have been actually before that. I mean, I would probably wow. have been closer to 17, 18 years old and didn't have a job where I could buy something like that. Uh, I had an, enough of a job where I could buy a 1980s, uh, used pickup and uh, of course, I got in there with uh, uh, the, those little twisty things to mix the that you put in the into the between the coils, uh, and it lifts the front of the truck up. So I had actually lifted it up so it was level, and put some uh, uh, sand tires on the front and some mud terrains on the back, and it was a it was a two wheel drive, you know. So, but it was it was neat, especially for you know 17, 18 year old. But anyway, I had a buddy that had a, a long wheelbase. Uh, Chevy, I think it was a 1980 uh, Chevrolet pickup. Might have been a 79, and um, it was not four wheel drive. But he did kind of the same type of thing. Got it all leveled up and larger tires on it, and uh, the, uh, the the um, uh, roll bars were big uh, for trucks back oh, then. Oh
0: right, yeah. And kind of went up at an angle from the bed up to the uh, top of the cab, kind of. Yeah, and then you put, put AC you put, lights up on top. Lights
1: up there on top, and back. really, really cool. And uh, I think I had one on my truck, and, and I bought an aftermarket one. He went to the muffler shop and had okay. them build him a roll bar oh, out, wow. of, out of exhaust pipe. <laughs> It and it was a rusty it got a little rusty the next year but that's all right it yeah. was uh it was a double roll bar too so it looked really cool but it oh, it, it looked like you know where they bend the pipe and stuff to make yeah. the 90 degree angle uh-huh. it, it looked like muffler pipe sure because <laughs> had the, yeah the the crinkles in it and yeah, stuff yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he painted it it was okay but I mean sure. even at 17 18 years old I'm judging him for having a muffler It's a roll bar, man. That's not going to hold any weight.
0: No, no, that was all for looks at that point. Which, (laughs)
1: Which is what you see a lot of now. I mean, you mentioned Nerf bar. You know, it's nothing stronger than a Nerf bar. I don't think people understand that whenever they put like the, the, the and they're not, I won't call them rock rails, but like sidesteps or whatever, the Nerf yep. bars, those things are not, they're not going to hold any weight all, at all. I mean, it, it may not even hold your weight depending on how hard you hit it. No. <laughs> so no. uh, you can have things that look cool, or you can have things that are functional. And if you're like me, you want to do both. Because the most important thing about a modification on a Jeep in my opinion, is it needs to be able to do the job in the a worst case scenario. If it looks good as well, great.
0: Yeah, you don't you don't want to put too much stuff on your Jeep that its only purpose is for looks.
1: <laughs> no, that's why you don't see a lot of chrome on those Jeeps.
0: I was gonna say that's why you know the old saying, "Chrome won't get you home." That's right. Well, Jeeper, how does this sit with you? If you have anything to add or maybe you have a question for Tech Talk, I would love to hear what you have to say. Just jump over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. You see how that link keeps popping up in the shows? <laughs> and uh, and there you will find out the ways to send us a message. I'd love to hear what you'd uh, what your suggestions are for the next upcoming Tech Talk segment.
1: In episode 46, we interview Eric Zappi, the author of High-Performance Jeep XJ Builders Guide. CarTech, who's the publisher of the book, they were looking to getting into doing a book on
0: the Jeep Cherokee. They wanted to get into the off-road stuff because they really hadn't done it before. The publisher was actually unprepared for the, the response that they got and caught them off guard. That's how successful it was
1: right out the gate. Where do you keep your books? Hey, I, I read in the bathroom myself. Well, I mean, what else are you going to do? You, somebody will come check on you if you start humming a tune. You won't know what you're missing unless you go listen. You know, that was episode 46, and that had to have been close to 11 years ago. And wow. it's interesting what Eric uh, st- said in that thing. I think that book— I remember had, that. I remember when we did that one. Yeah. I think that uh, I think that, that, that book that he had done about the, the Cherokee oh, was like 10 years them. old. I've got both of them. Yeah. I think it was at least 10 years old whenever he wrote that book so he, he we were talking to somebody that was actually uh, ahead of the off-road curve because the the as he said in that promo the 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 book company did not think it was going to do as good as what it did people are very interested in off-road oh yeah good find so uh, uh this is the this
0: is the second edition though so this is his second one i don't i i Still don't know where the first one is. I lost it. I bought another one and I think I lent it out to somebody. and oh, it's, no. It's gone. I don't, I don't know where it's yeah. at, which sucks because I had a bunch of notes and other things in it and, and all that. But.
1: And I bet you, I bet I don't even know if they're still available on Amazon. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a great book, especially if you're a, a Cherokee owner, XJ uh, Cherokee oh, owner. Yeah. Uh, definitely ought to have that. Uh, great interview. We probably should have Eric back on and see what he's doing. Yeah, I'll see what he's up to nowadays. All right so coming up this uh, this week on Thursday which is uh will be known uh well until we change it Uh, Well, we have no plans, but that never stopped us. Uh, Thursday, which is our interview episode, we're going to be talking with Molly Mang of Little Cajun House uh, that you will see on TikTok and Instagram and perhaps other places. Listen to the interview, and you can find out exactly where you can find her. So uh, Molly has a a nice white Jeep that she's done lots of uh, fun things to, uh, put all kinds of little, uh, little, I don't know, not critters, but little, uh, toys yeah. and stuff over the back of it. I think she <laughs> she uh, dolls it up for uh, for Halloween, and uh, her husband has a a green gladiator. I want to say it's a diesel, but I can't remember exactly uh, if that's true or not. But I'm pretty sure she talks about it in the interview. So episode 681 this coming Thursday. Molly Mang, also known as Little Cajun House.
0: Well, Tony, you almost got me in the last episode because <laughs> I, 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 there there actually was an I editing error so as I was as I. I was doing the the writing for the show and, and stuff like that there was actually a, a bit of a snafu that happened and i thought that i had lost the 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 uh, uh the documentation and the content for for what we're about to do and so you you kind of caught me there for a second i was like oh crap did I, is it gone where did i put where it, is it i was so, yeah, there's the giveaway no. we we can't uh, not have a giveaway up- i'll be tarred and feathered <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we're going to give away something right now, you lucky Jeeper you. You're listening to this. You might have your best chances of winning this. And uh, this uh, this week's uh, giveaway, Tuffy Security Products. Yeah, you know oh, the Tuffy Oh, I love Tuffy Security oh, Products. Man. And they, they really have some awesome, awesome stuff. Some of the best engineered Jeep stuff tough, out there. Tough, tough stuff too what's in their name right yep. so we're going to be giving away a Tuffy Jeep front driver side underseat security drawer part number 247-01 this is for the Jeep Wrangler JK models 2007 to 2018 compatibility Manufactured of welded steel with built-in weather seals, the black texture powder-coated security drawer fits underneath the front driver's side seat and has over 324 cubic inches of lockable storage space. Its contents are easily accessed by maneuvering the drawer open and closed on smooth ball-bearing slides with a convenient pull lever. It features a Tuffy's pry guard locking system with a 10-tumbler double-bitted security lock. That means it ain't going to get picked, people. It mounts inconspicuously underneath the driver's seat of a Jeep JK, out of sight of would-be thieves. Easy installation is is provided with all the hardware included. Tuffy products keep valuables safe and organized when a vehicle is left unattended. Other Tuffy products for Jeep owners include console safes, locking glove boxes, security drawers, and tailgate lock boxes. For more information, visit TuffyProducts.com or call 1-800-348-8339.
1: Oh, and be sure to mention the Jeep Talk Show to those uh, fine folks at uh, Tuffy Products. Oh, and you've
0: got to tell them Jeep Talk Show sent
1: you. And I will remind everybody, this is one of our uh, reoccurring sponsors. In other words, it's more than one giveaway. So we will be giving away more Tuffy products, so keep listening. Yeah, so if you don't win this time, there's a chance you might win the, win the next one. So I told Steve-O he's going to win this one since it's for a JK and he's got a JL. You know, he's been bitching about not winning. (laughs) There's going to be somebody with an XJ that wins this or a CJ or something. Like, screw it. I'm just going to weld this thing in. You know, I I bet you can make it fit. So but uh, And actually, I thought it was really cool, too. One of the pictures uh, that uh, that they sent us for this was uh, this is a great way to uh, lock up your your weapon. Uh, Now, uh, a lot of uh, states are going from a uh, can uh, get a permit to will permit you <laughs> And that means if you've got a gun and there's certain places you don't want to take a gun into or can't legally, this is yeah. a great way to store that weapon and keep it out of the hands of uh, thieves and especially kids, because you don't want a kid getting hold of, uh, of a gun. At 324
0: cubic inches, you might be able to put the SBR in there. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's really, really nice stuff. I have a, a Tuffy uh, insert for the uh, the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator, and uh, so uh, it, it's, it's a wonderful thing to have that feeling of security once something's in there and locked. It doesn't mean they're not going to be able to get into it, but they're going to have to try really hard to do so. And that usually means for a thief that they're just going to go to someplace else where it's a lot easier for them to to get into. Oh my God, that's a timely picture, Josh. I see uh, Blackberry there. Yeah, (laughs) I pulled
0: that out. Yeah, I think they threw that. I, mean, I think that's a revolver somebody, well. yeah, somebody, yeah, Somebody lost the lock a, to that. Is that a pager get,
1: in there as well? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think you're right. It does kind of look like a pager, doesn't it?
0: Doesn't there? No, that's part of their locking. Uh, locking oh, mechanism. yeah, you're right. Those are, those are the guards that are over the locking mechanism, so somebody could, couldn't pry it open.
1: But that's a lot. That's a that's a huge uh, shelf. I mean a huge yeah. uh, uh tray, a drawer. I wasn't
0: joking when I said you might be able to fit an SBR in there. I mean it's it's a short barrel rifle. You you might be able to get one in there if you, you got a short enough stock on it.
1: Yeah, just uh, uh warn your passengers while you're taking it out.
0: Uh, <laughs> excuse me while i watch this <laughs> watch your toes <laughs> and ankles so, and- tony uh by now we've wet the appetites I, w- I would say uh people are probably uh you know clamoring on their phone their their keyboards they're wanting to know how they can win this uh what's going to be the trick How how, how are they going to get this
1: well, you know, you have to be a certain number caller, and uh, we're going to keep these numbers low. Uh, we don't want to challenge the the people that, uh, especially the old shop teachers that don't have enough fingers to count with. So, caller number three, and you need to say <laughs> phrase that pays. Josh is holding up a missing finger for the uh, for the camera over here, so you guys don't can. see. Don't ask say. me
0: where I got it from either. I just found this thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> phrase that pays. Tuffy security products. So we're making that really simple too. Oh, come on. Caller number three and Tuffy security products, that's it? So I, I, I'm going to win this right now. I'm so, going to beat you guys to it. So let's count it. One, two, three. That's all you got to do. Caller number three, phrase that pays, Tuffy security products. It's so simple, I can say it the same way twice. <laughs> so you know it's going to be never, easy.
0: That's never happened before, people. That's, I swear to no. Oh, man. You must be 18 years of age or older. Your mailing address must be in the continental United States. You may only call in once per giveaway. Any required word or phrase must be said exactly and completely the first time. Your call must include your caller ID. One chance to win per individual per giveaway. All these rules must be followed unless otherwise stated. Failure to follow these rules will disqualify you from being eligible for the giveaway. We will contact you with a text message at the number you called from. Good luck, Jeeper. And don't forget, Jeeper, we have two new phone numbers now. That's right. Different phone numbers, so you have to call the right phone number to get in on this action. So if you've called a number before, maybe it's been a few months since you've uh, listened to the show and you're, you're used to calling a certain number, well, that has changed. So now uh, it's really important. We need you to go to jeeptalkshow.com contact. It's pretty easy. Just the contact page for the Jeep Talk Show website. And, and there you're going to find our phone numbers. The different phone numbers, the, the one for the main voicemail line, and then the phone number that you need to call for the giveaway line. That's the number to call. So you need to call that special number for the giveaway. Head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Get that number. And while you're there and you're calling and, and, and trying to win this and everything like that, you might as well go ahead and subscribe to the Jeep Talk Show newsletter. In that, you will find the information that you can use to join in our Tuesday roundtable episodes as we record an episode live with you, the listeners, around the world's largest Jeep roundtable. And and also uh, information on who we're going to be talking to and interviewing and the kind of stuff that we're giving away and when we're doing it. All kinds of great information, all that sort of VIP access kind of stuff. It's inside information. You can only get it with the Jeep Talk Show Newsletter. And it's very easy to sign up for. And don't worry, we're not going to spam you. It comes from us, and, uh, and you only get one email a week. How easy is that? JeepTalkShow.com slash contact. Get the numbers for the giveaway and sign up for the newsletter while you're there. Well, that's all the Jeep Talk Show we got for now, Jeeper. Until our very next show, be sure to consider becoming an infectious agent and help us grow our Rat Bastard audience. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep Podcast. But remember, Jeeper, friends don't let friends drive stock. Oh, God, no. Oh, I've
1: been since 2010.